0: Alright, there he is. I'm here. Alright. You know who's got this? You got this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So here I am hosting your one and only Rob, along with the one and only Matt, Big Sexy Chesnoff, whose favorite holiday is today. And uh Matt, why don't
1: you uh share exactly
0: What'd you do today and what was your special gift
1: you gave yourself? Well, I went to uh Spirit Halloween and I bought myself a nice Michael Myers mask. Nice.
0: Now did you uh you were telling me earlier when we we're talking, uh you went to a grocery store. Did you wear it in the grocery store or no? No, I didn't.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you know, it's uh that would have been funny. All yeah, right. it would've. I know you're uh you know, a horror movie buff. Where would you put uh, Michael Myers on this? What do you mean? I mean, uh, on top of like Freddy, you got, you know, all these,
1: you know, Uh, super villains. Michael Myers is my favorite um, horror villain. So probably in my top two. My other one would be Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Have you seen, like, their entire Legacy uh, series, or...? Yes, Halloween 1 through 6, and then Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Oh,
0: yeah, and he just came out with a new album, right?
1: Uh, well, he released a new single yesterday. Single. Did you get a chance to hear it? I did. Um, Triumph of King Freak, pretty good song. Awesome.
0: You know, how I got into uh, Rob Zombie was actually the ECW theme song. Um. Uh, Yes, Thunder Kiss sixty-five, I think. Yes. I was yeah, I was just gonna say that. That was a pretty badass song, especially when you combine yeah. it with breaking tables and steel chairs. Definitely, that is a great song. You know. He, he's like the ultimate uh Halloween guy. You guys should hang out, I'm telling you. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> you could invite three
1: rock legends. Mm-hmm. Who, would, who would you invite? Oh, Ozzy Osbourne, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Jason, uh, um, James Hatfield and probably Rob Zombie. And if
0: nobody knows this by now, Matt Chesnov, big sexy himself, is the biggest Metallica fan you'll ever meet. In fact, where did you get his their scotch or whiskey? What what was it? That...
1: Blackened American whiskey. How was that? Uh very good. It's smooth. It's it's a really good whiskey. Did you put it on the rocks? Yes.
0: Of course. Nice cigar to go with it or
1: no? Of course.
0: Of course. That's our thing. The cigars. Yeah, I uh you know, I was just thinking, you know, certain cigars definitely you know, what did we have on my birthday? It, it, that was a that was a bourbon
1: seasoned cigar.
0: It's just like and I totally after this point, it was kind of like when the moment of enlightenment happened, I was hanging out with a friend and we're getting coffee and I saw him dunk the donut inside the coffee. I was like, holy shit, that's mind blowing. Then I fucking got the idea like, oh, that's why they call it Dunkin Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like when I was smoking that cigar on my birthday, which thank you again. uh, I was like, oh, wow. Now I get why they'll dip it in like brandy or
1: any type of liquor. It, it goes like perfectly that like little hint. Well, the whole idea of dipping your donut in a coffee, like if you get a glazed donut, it's supposed to sweeten the coffee. Which, of
0: course, I drink my uh, coffee black. So um, and I did dip the Oreo stuffed Oreo one, which Oreos are like a guilty pleasure. And it was, yes. like, you know, it was phenomenal. I was like, huh. But it was mind blowing. I was like, what? My world, like, you know, last time, you know, something like this happened was when I saw, you know, Hulk Hogan do an interview without like his Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan persona when he did Thunder in Paradise. I was like, wait, why is he not in the ring? Why? You know, it was just, you know, he's so young. You just think the guy always portrays his character in real life. You know, that's his real life persona. But yes, you know. Also, big sexy is like the ultimate. Uh, what would you consider yourself? Um, wrestling guru now, or I, I legend? Would, I would
1: just <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, I would just say I'm a big wrestling fan.
0: Now,
1: you, now you're watching what? All three major
0: brands right now, or
1: um, I watch? Yeah, I watch WWE, um, Raw, uh, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. I watch AEW Dynamite. I watch Impact. And that's it. Now, now that you've been
0: like so into it, I have to do you ever find like the storylines are repeating itself, or do you find it's like one's more unique than the others?
1: Who do you think? Well, I think WWE, they kind of recycle old storylines from what, like the Attitude Era? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was like the best era, I think, ever in wrestling to ever come back and the raw talent who would you classify as like the biggest upcoming star in wrestling oh, biggest upcoming star
1: um, that's a tough question I mean for, for females right off the top of my head Bianca Belair All right. and for those who don't know what brand is she on Smackdown
0: all right. So make sure to keep an eye out for that guys. And how about male wrestler?
1: Hmm. I know I can't I, I can't come up with one off the top of my head right now. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's uh we're having like a
0: new era. At least that's why I feel in wrestling. Yes. A lot of younger guys are coming about. I mean, uh what what's a uh, retribution
1: is a new group in uh, W. Yes. Yeah, they actually consist of um, Dominic Dijakovic, um, Shane Thorne, and Dio Madden. Oh, and uh, Mia Yim.
0: Mia Yim. I have a – you know, I see wrestling all the time, and, you know, I've watched it for years like you have. Do you ever get bothered when other wrestlers use other wrestlers' finishing moves?
1: I don't think it's so much as being bothered because I think it's more of a, of an honor or a tribute to that superstar. Okay. Um, for example, Kevin Owens uses the Stunner, which is Stone Cold's finishing move. Yeah. And Stone, you know, so Kevin Owens even went to Stone Cold and asked him if he can use it, and Stone Cold, you know, gave him the okay and his blessing to use the move. Hey, what's up? <clears throat> what's up?
0: And, uh, you know, do you want to talk about multitasking? I'm at work also. And, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you um, that it really depends on the individual. Now, one thing that I definitely feel, I'm not too sure how you feel about it, is the tag team divisions. I, I think it's just like they go in hot and cold streaks. It seems like once in a while they have a really great uh lineup. And then all of a sudden they go from like five deep to like two deep.
1: Yeah. AEW right now has one of the best tag divisions. Yeah, I um yeah,
0: they have uh what was that group? They were in the WWE for a while. Um Dawkins and No,
1: that, that's that's the Street Profits. They they're still in WWE. Oh, they're still in
0: WWE. Oh, um you know what I was thinking about? The other uh
1: You're thinking, I think, Anderson and Gallows, who's now in Impact? Yes. That's who I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, they were part of the Bullet Club, the infamous Bullet Club. Yes. You know, it's such a, people don't recognize the elite wrestlers that were actually in the Bullet Club.
1: You know? I, uh, I never really followed the Bullet Club, so I don't really know too much about them. But, yeah, they're still a pretty big group. You know, it was a uh,
0: perfect mixture of like what if uh, DX and you know NWO had a child together, <laughs> you know. Yes, I uh, with AJ and they, I think Cody was in that
1: group and Pac-Man, and Gal. Yeah, the the young bucks were in it. Kenny Omega.
0: Yeah. Now most people don't know this. You know, Kenny Omega is like thirty five years old. Yes. I, I thought he was uh, much younger than that. It seems like guys are finally like coming into their own at an older age. Do you think that's true?
1: Uh yeah. You know, Chris Jericho is having one of the best runs of his entire career right now. And he's in his 50s. Wow, yes.
0: Yeah, did you hear uh Chris Jericho got a lot of heat on social media? No, I didn't. Yeah, he uh uh sponsored or what is it called a like? Uh, political contribution to Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So um, he's getting a little bit of slack for that. No. So,
1: oh, I didn't hear that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that uh, the president has different supporters in the wrestling community. I don't think that should factor in with how somebody is as a performer. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: There's certain wrestlers who, uh, you know, I mean, you grew up and I grew up in the same era where there's a lot of the wrestlers are dead, you know, who we grew up watching. And they had very abusive stuff outside of the wrestling ring shouldn't affect how we thought of them inside the ring, you know, like perfect or, you know, some of those guys. Who's who's the childhood wrestling superstar that like got you into pro wrestling?
1: Brett the Hitman Hart. Bret Hart. Yes.
0: Huh. What well, what was it about him? The sharpshooter or Calgary? What?
1: Um, yeah, I think um I think just this whole, you know, persona is a gimmick. I saw I think my first match I ever saw was him against Yokozuna. And I was just hooked from there.
0: Okay. I think that was what, WrestleMania?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Oh. That that night, uh, Wow, uh, I think uh, you know that was really a great night. And it was—it's funny because back then, you know, when we were growing up, they used to have WrestleMania at like small venues.
1: Yes. Now everything, was. And was in multiple venues. Like, uh, I think you know, one of the Re- WrestleMania three, I think, was in like two different venues, right? One was in New York, and one was in Chicago.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they even had closed circuit on um, in Nassau Coliseum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I uh I was always amazed by the draw for one event like that. You know, it's uh you know, they say how it brings in like a billion dollars to the local uh, city metropolitan area in which it hosts, which I think WWE does how many shows that week. They do I think they I think you and I saw what when Brock Lesnar fought um on Monday night. Yeah. They do what? Yes. Macdown and Raw and Mania? Or do they do more shows? Um no, I think that's it. Yeah. That's still a good amount of shows for one city. Yeah, And plus they do like that fan cast or fanfare thing. It's like uh, you know, like the Super Bowl almost for the city. Yes. Now, if you could pick an entrance theme music for yourself with a song, what, what song would you pick?
1: Um, well, you risk tough, tough questions. Let's see why I'm here. Probably All Nightmare Long by Metallica any
0: particular pyro to go with that
1: uh, no not really
0: yeah you see i i'm more i you know i love the explosions and the pyro of things do you remember when raw used to have like those um which is a great song by the way you picked uh they used to have like on top of the ring they would shoot like it looked like missiles at the stage and you see, like, the
1: pyro going off.
0: I think that might have been a little bit after the Attitude Era.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that then. Because I think I stopped rest- watching wrestling for a while. Um, before the end of the Attitude Era.
0: Yeah. It was hard. Because you know what? One of the great things about the Attitude Era. were there were different uh, shows. You had Nitro. You had ECW. You had Raw. And then when everything mismatched together. It was like, I don't know. It was it was just too much on one show, I think maybe. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance did you like ECW at all or no?
1: I actually never watched ECW. Wow, okay.
0: See that that during the Attitude era, I think it was like for myself, I love watching DX come out. And I you know I found hysterical was Val Venus. Yes. Um Hello ladies. exactly (laughs) I uh I loved uh ECW's hardcore part of it but like the the stuff that like the WWE was saying and DX was saying was like mind blowing it was like off the wall like you didn't even think you know you're allowed to say that you know uh what was it Sergeant Slaughter right and DX came out with those um but the, the face guard thing that people wear nowadays? Yes. And then he's just like, all right, Sarge, I got two words for you. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, sunk it. And I remember I couldn't stop laughing. I was – the pain. <laughs> I had pain on my side. That's how much I was laughing.
1: Yeah, you and know, back then, too, I was a strictly WWE. Like, I even tried watching WCW, and I couldn't get into it.
0: Yeah, uh the NWO I have to say was pretty interesting and Sting was pretty cool uh but it never was like oh, I definitely would rather watch this than that. Yeah. Even though they did beat the WWE 80, what 83 weeks in a row is uh Bischoff's Yes, day runs.
1: Yeah, that that's his uh podcast too.
0: That's his podcast, right? Yes. You know, uh, I I also feel like basically before the WWE oversaturated their talent, I feel that's basically what happened with the NWO. It just, there was just too much. It was like Mr. Perfect and then Rick Rude and Million Dollar Man and Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and the LWO, the Red Pack, uh, Wolf Pack, and... It was like when ECW came over. You had the ECW guys with Van Dam and Dreamer and WCW guys with Jericho and Big Show and Booker. It was just too much.
1: Yeah. I know had to that, have uh... all the... I'm sorry? He had to have all the big names. Yeah.
0: Definitely always had to have the big names. What wrestler do you hate? What wrestler would be like, I love seeing that guy get beat up it could be now or uh, back in the day
1: like right now mjf
0: <laughs> that guy <laughs> is an asshole
1: you know and, and actually just to go back to my question earlier he's probably one of the uh the biggest up and coming superstars
0: yeah i could see that you think that uh his height will hold him back at all or
1: you don't feel that no i don't think him? so there's been plenty of um you know shorter uh, wrestlers who've made it. You know, look at Rey Mysterio.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah, that was like huge. Those guys wouldn't even like be on like the second half of the show, let alone main event. Yep. Yeah, MJF. And uh, what's his uh, bodyguard's name? Warlow right? Yep. I you know one thing I like about AEW is they got one way of transitioning people who never watched their product they got a lot of familiar voices. So you you can listen to Taz you listen to Jim Ross and you listen to Tony Schiavone who were yep. watched all three networks you know uh organizations it was a good transition period. Did you have a favorite okay. announcer? Uh no not really. You know who I love listening to as a kid was Bobby the Brain Heaton. Oh, okay. I, I thought that guy was hysterical. Even though nothing will ever be um Joey Styles
1: can't fight, can't fight. <laughs>
0: and then you got um Jerry Lawler with puppies.
1: Yes, that was his word.
0: I, I you know, I went to uh Madison Square Garden. Uh it was on my birthday. I got to I went to the Yankee game at one o'clock and then a seven o'clock show at MSG. And I was wearing the show me your puppy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the looks I was getting through that was amazing. And then the best was we you know we were having some drinks after uh after the show. And by the way, the I actually got to see the Undertaker. He drives Lincoln's. And <laughs> as we're coming down the staircase uh we're like oh all right let's just finish our beers and on the way to Penn you're waiting for all the train lists we miss it so I wound up getting like this um top hat like with like a puffed up top hat that said like attitude error and I was wearing an attitude error uh show me your puppy shirt (laughs) While, while drinking my beer which I didn't realize you're not supposed to do on the platform um, I got num- numerous amount of books that day, but, uh, it was a great time. I miss Deborah McMichael. <laughs> Who's your favorite diva?
1: Um, probably Lita. Oh, Lita. Yeah. You
0: love chicks with tattoos. I do. What, what's like, what, is there a certain body part that you like tattooed or is it, you know?
1: Is it just the style or of a tattoo, or I like uh you know the arm sleeves.
0: And those who don't know, Matt, how many tattoos do you have?: Six, six tattoos. now what where where is the next tattoo, and what are you getting?
1: Um, I want to do a half a sleeve on my uh, upper arm. Uh, I'm not sure yet.: Nice. And who knows if, you know, the next time we'll be able to do it. Cause it's not really in the budget right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The like, tattoos are not cheap at all. And, you know, I think you when you do it, you want to do it all at once, right? Yes. I mean,
1: you can break up a tattoo, but. Yeah. Yeah. My back, I had to do it four different visits because it was so painful.
0: Now, is it. The outlining and then the coloring, or do they do outline color, outline color if it's a big tattoo?
1: Uh, they do the whole outline first, and then they'll color it.
0: Now, what if you if you have, like, say, hair on your arms or a certain body part? Do they shave, or do you shave before you get there?
1: No, they shave.
0: You don't have any phobias about needles? No. Oh, not at all, huh? Nope, not at all. Have you got anything pierced?
1: I've had my ear pierced oh. you know the lobe and the uh the top of the ear and the cartilage.
0: do you have a bump still on the top part? No, not really Yeah. yeah that's one of the things. Would you ever get like those gauges or no? No, I can't believe like what is what's his name Jeff Hardy?
1: yeah what Randy
0: Orton did to him,
1: yeah, that was pretty sick that. Really Jeff, Hardy, Jeff Hardy was in a ladder match with um Sami Zayn, and Sammy Zayn took a handcuff and put the handcuff through his ear gauge, and then hang and used the other handcuff to the ladder.
0: Oh jeez, <laughs> those things are never getting back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, I tell you, I'm like, I don't know, you know, you see kids all the time like with the gauges. And you see one one size is bigger than the other. You know, one kid has it bigger than the other. I'm just thinking,
1: that's got to be painful, right? When you think, or no? Uh yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine.
0: Yeah, I know that next month is a big month for Big Sexy. He's gonna be celebrating his 40th birthday.
1: Don't remind me. <laughs>
0: Uh, so uh, big, sexy, w- what is one thing that you want to, you know, I, I, when I turned 40, which I turned 40 uh, a couple of months ago, I said, the next 40 is going to be better than the first 40. What's one thing that you, you really want to do in the next, you know, 40 years? What's one like ambition goal, um, thing you want to see, do meet more than anything else
1: um i would love to uh you know go out of the country like a um cruise 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 or maybe you know somewhere in europe like italy or ireland
0: yeah you would love italy especially those who don't know i have two cooks in my family they went to culinary school One's been a cook at Stony Brook for about 20 some odd years. The other one, he does like freelance stuff on uh, different restaurants. I actually worked at the World of Astoria for years and was, uh, you know, on one, two, three, cook. And all the food that I've ever eaten over the multitude of years over there does not mount up to how good this guy cooks and how innovative of a cook he is. So. I'll well, thank you. Absolutely. So, everybody basically wants to know one thing is when do you want to open up your own food truck? And what would you call it?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe within the next few years. I have no idea what I would call it. I'd have to put some thought into that. What's
0: some of the out of box thinking you would want to make in that food truck? I know you're like very innovative with your foods. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not sure not something I've really thought about
0: uh, I think we have a segue for uh, our next episode
1: yeah I um, think so you tune in next week we're going to have a cliffhanger
0: out. yeah we'll also find out how the rest of this Halloween went and uh, further plans for the 40th Maybe, who knows, he might book a trip to Italy. But you never know. You never know. So, guys, thank you for joining us because who's got this?
1: You got this.
0: Exactly. Thanks, Big Sexy, for joining. Thank you for listening.
1: We'll see you next week. Have a good one.